As we saw yesterday, the New Jerusalem is magnificent. Its size, beauty, and its wealth are beyond comprehension. And though it has walls of jasper, gates of pearl, foundation stones covered in gems, and even though the city is made of pure gold and the street of the city is transparent gold, all of these are not what gives the city its splendor. Today on Drawing Near, we will see the centerpiece of the New Jerusalem. Please take your Bible and turn to the Revelation of Jesus Christ chapter 21 and join me for The Radiant Bride. As we prepare for our study today, please join me in prayer. Father, we thank you for all that we have witnessed and seen in this marvelous book. I thank you for those who have been patient and persevered in this study. It's not always been easy, but Father, it is rewarding to get to the end of this book and to see these glorious glimpses of those things that await those who trust in you, those who overcome. Father, help us to overcome. Help us, called by you, saved by Jesus, to endure, to persevere, to be more than conquerors in Jesus Christ. Teach us, guide us, enable us to be what you desire us to be more and more each day. And may your glory radiate from our lives to a world that desperately needs the light of Christ. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. In our previous study, we saw the physical description of this great city, the New Jerusalem. But when you enter the city, or when you see it from the outside, its physical beauty is not what captures your attention. That's not the center of the city. In Revelation chapter 21, verse 22, we read, But I saw no temple in it, for the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple. I think there is far more in this little verse than we can possibly explore. I have questions. Why do we go to church? Why is there a church building facility or a temple structure on the earth? As believers, we are called out of the world, and we are called to congregate. Now, right now, at the time of this podcast, many people are finding it difficult to congregate. Fear, concern, health issues. But God has called his people to be together. In the future, in the new Jerusalem, we will all be together. There won't be a need to go to a church facility or a temple structure. Because, according to verse 22, the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are its temple, and their presence is everywhere within this new Jerusalem. We will constantly be in a state of congregational worship. I don't know how that works, but we will always be connected to the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb because they are its temple. They themselves are the center of worship not a physical structure. The city will pulsate with their presence. In verse 23, we're told, the city had no need for the sun or of the moon to shine in it, for the glory of God illuminated it. The Lamb is its light. Depending on where you are located in the world, when you look up at the nighttime sky, we all see something different. If you're in New York City, or in Paris, 
you will have a difficult time seeing many of the stars. You may not be able to see stars at all. If you're in a smaller city, you will see more stars. They will light up the sky. If you're out in the country, or if you're at a place where there's hardly any population or any electricity at all, the sky will brilliantly be lit up with more stars than you've ever seen. The light on the earth radiates upward and affects what we can see above us. What we are being told in verse 23 is that the glory of God, the light of God, is so gloriously bright that you will not be able to see the sun's light or the moon's light because of the glory of God. As we await these things to come to pass, we as the believer today need to understand that the glory of God is to fill our lives. We are the light of the world. Jesus is our light. That's not a future phenomenon. That's a present one. And what we need to take from that is simply this. God's glory, God's presence is supposed to be so visibly dominant that we cannot see the other distractions around us, that the other things that might be appealing or attractive to us, they fade off into the distance. They are unable to be seen because our desire, our vision, our longing are on the Lord God himself. This truth is expressed in the old hymn. Turn your eyes upon Jesus, look full in his wonderful face, and the things of earth will grow strangely dim in the light of his glory and grace. So the Lord God Almighty and the Lamb are the temple of the new Jerusalem. There's no need for sun or moon, because the glory of God illuminated the Lamb as its light. In verse 24 we're told, And the nations of those who are saved shall walk in its light, and the kings of the earth bring their glory and honor into it. The idea here is that all of the redeemed walk in the light of this glorious city, the glory of God. And the kings of the earth, who are glorious, who have a glory of their own, a significance of their own, and an honor of their own, they come and pay homage to the Father and to the Son. They come and bring their glory and honor into it, yielding, submitting to the greater glory and honor of God. In verse 25, its gates, we're told there are 12 of them, shall not be shut at all by day. There shall be no night there. It will constantly be day. The light of this city will not dim at all because God's glory never dims. In verse 26, and they shall bring the glory and the honor of the nations into it. Again, whatever glory and honor the people of the world have, the nations of the world have, they bring it into the city because they yield, they submit to the glory of God, the greater glory. The vast size, the beauty, the wealth, the light, the majesty, all of these things will draw people to the great city, the new Jerusalem. They will come and worship. They will come and glory in the Lord. In verse 27, But there shall by no means enter into it anything that defiles or causes an abomination or a lie, but only those 
who are written in the Lamb's book of life. In this city, the New Jerusalem, there will not simply be a physical beauty, but there will be a spiritual beauty as well. The very presence of the Father and the Son will keep any sinful thing, any corrupting thing, out of the city. Remember, there are angels at the twelve gates. They are there, keeping all of those abominable things out of the holy city. The only ones who will be able to enter this city are those whose names are written in the Lamb's Book of Life, the believers. And remember from before, we have already been told God himself will be with them and be their God, and God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There shall be no more death, nor sorrow, nor crying. There shall be no more pain, for the former things have passed away. God himself will be present. He will be with us. He will cleanse us of all of the stain and the taint connected to sin. We will dwell, travel throughout the great and holy city, New Jerusalem, and all of those things that are wicked will be behind us, will be gone. They will not be able to enter into the city. That is a blessed, peaceful, joyous thing to understand. What awaits us, eye hasn't seen, ear hasn't heard, mind has not conceived. God loves us, and Jesus has gone to prepare a place for us. This is that place. Praise God. In light of these things, it is amazing to me how tightly we hold onto this life. We want to remain here where everything is the exact opposite just a shadow of all of those things that are to come. Now we see through the glass dimly, but then face to face. What lies ahead is so infinitely better, so perfectly suited for the people of God. Why we would want to linger here is beyond my comprehension, and yet we do. May we lay hold of with our hearts what the Lord Jesus Christ has laid hold of for us. Father, help us by faith to look forward to the glory that is to come, your glory, your beauty, your holiness. Help us to see so fully these things that you make known to us that the things of the world grow strangely dim. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for studying with us today. You can subscribe to these podcasts on Apple iTunes, Google Play, or the Facebook page Drawing Near. Drawing Near is a ministry of FBC Tip City, provided with the hope that we will draw near to God and He will draw near to us.